Welcome to Bids and Proposals for Dummies, Short Episodes, Big Wins, a podcast inspired by the book written by APMP fellows, Charlie Devine and Neil Cobb. Each episode gives you bite-sized expert tips to help you navigate the complexities of bid and proposal writing and provides industry best practices on winning business. In this episode, we'll cover strategies for meeting customer expectations and following directions in response to an RFP, as well as the importance of reading and closely following the various requirements, including formatting, packaging, delivery, structure, and content, and asking concise, relevant questions. In this chapter, we're diving into the world of reactive proposals. These are the ones you write in response to a request for proposal, RFP. You might think it's as straightforward as asking for a date and giving an answer, but it's far from that simple. There's a whole lot of history, emotion, and anxiety between the asking and the answering. But fear not, because in this chapter, we're going to equip you with strategies and techniques to navigate the complexities that may arise. We'll help you avoid the pitfalls of confusing customer instructions and show you how to demonstrate that you can meet your customers' needs. And not only that, we'll go beyond meeting their expectations and show you how to stand out from your competitors by showcasing your responsiveness. An RFP is like a prenuptial agreement. It's a formal way for potential customers to outline their wants, needs, and timeline. You have to agree to their must-haves and may suggest alternatives for the nice-to-haves. It's a give-and-take process that forms the foundation for a successful business relationship. But let's not forget the evaluators, the individuals who assess the RFP responses. They're your audience, and the more you understand them, the better you can tailor your response to meet their needs. The Proposal Qualification Questionnaire, PQQ, is the first hurdle you have to clear. It's a way for businesses to filter out unqualified bidders. To tackle this hurdle, you can leverage your prior proposals, create a network with content owners in your organization, develop standardized resumes, capture and store seldom-changing content, and ensure you have all the necessary certifications or registrations. So, get ready to tackle those RFPs head-on. It may not always be easy, but with the right approach, you can turn it into an opportunity to shine in front of your customers. So, let's talk about the important topic of RFP requirements and how they can affect your proposal. These requirements cover a lot of ground and can impact how you put together your proposal in various ways. First, let's talk about format requirements. Sometimes, customers may request that you use a specific typeface or color when writing your responses. They may even limit your responses to certain data formats or prevent double-sided printing. And for government RFPs, they often dictate the layout and format of headings. Next, we have packaging requirements. Customers may ask you to place your printed proposal in a specific binder or box with labeling instructions. If the proposal is digital, you may have to submit it in a specific format or through a procurement system. 
Then, there are delivery requirements. For printed proposals, customers may ask you to stamp copies differently and provide a strict deadline. For digital proposals, you may have to submit through email, an online portal, or a file transfer service. Moving on to structural requirements, some customers may prevent you from including an executive summary or appendixes. They may also dictate the sequence of your response. Lastly, we have content requirements. You may be asked to limit the number of pages or use a specific digital format. These requirements can be challenging because they restrict how much space you have to present your solution and unique selling points. Remember, it's crucial to thoroughly read each RFP and ensure that you understand and meet all the requirements. Don't assume someone else will do it for you. Failing to comply with these requirements can result in disqualification. During the question and answer process, make sure to ask only the necessary questions and follow best practices for managing this critical situation. Assign a single point of contact. Be aware of deadlines. Collect and track questions. Engage your organization in reviewing and creating questions. And be specific in citing the sections of the RFP you're referring to. Also, keep in mind that the questions you ask can give competitors insights into your strategies and tactics. Assume that all bidders will see all questions, so pose them accordingly. Lastly, remember to ask questions to gather information, not to manipulate or challenge the customer's preferences. And regardless of the communication medium, keep your language clear, positive, and professional. So, Pay attention to the RFP requirements and manage the question and answer process effectively. Good luck with your proposals. In this episode, we explored strategies for meeting customer expectations in reactive proposals and highlighted the significance of closely reading and following RFP requirements to ensure success. Thank you for joining us today on Book for Dummies, where we have explored an array of valuable insights and knowledge. And we can't wait to have you back with us for our next episode. Don't forget to subscribe!